All right. You know what, Sam? What? It's time to finish this thing out at home. Yes, it is. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. I don't think I should sing that song. (laughs) Not yet, not yet, because, uh, I I mean, I am happy we won this game, Sam. But I'm yeah. not gonna start seeing that song due to maybe maybe copyright issues in seconds. <laughs> not gonna guarantee anything yet in the playoffs. Yeah, you know what? I'm just I'm happy. Six to one final. I mean, not only were the Devils stunned in the second period, I think we were stunned. I really didn't think this game was gonna be another another blowout. I didn't either. I thought this was gonna be a very very close game. Yeah, I mean that's kind of that tracks with Hurricanes hockey too if you want to be honest, right? We're a, you know, low scoring, you know, keep the pressure on team, you know, a lot of chances we just, you know, it's usually like a 3-2 game and we suppress. We did half of that, we suppressed, but then we blasted uh uh Vanacek. I know we did and it it just proves that New Jersey's goaltending is just not up to par to what it can be to win a Stanley Cup. And, I mean, I remember saying this during the game, Sam. I think if Anderson is at his best, he's better than the other two goalies. But you know what? New Jersey, they're a very young team. And, I, and I mean, playoffs are not over yet. This series is not over yet. But also with saying that, too, you also have to realize Carolina – is up three to one in the series. They can end it all on Thursday, and we know how they can be at home. Yeah. And yeah. if they do end it, I mean, if I was a New Jersey fan, if I was Neil <laughs> um, from Devil's State of Mind, he's an awesome guy. Uh, great to have him on the podcast and all that type of stuff. I'd be looking at this team and be like, this is still a very young team, and it's and their best days are still to come. Because they're so young, they're so fast. They're very good. They just probably need goaltending. Um, there are options in free agency. I mean, there are some decent ones that are probably going to be available. You're going to have Varlamov. You're going to have um, Anderson, Ronta. That's three right there because they're all going to be free agents. Well, I wouldn't guarantee Ronta, but Anderson, I do think he's going to hit free agency. Uh, I mean, they're all going to be UFAs, yes, technically UFAs. They are, they are. So those are just three. So there's some goalies out there for them to go take a shot at. Um, so, you know, there, there are options available for them in the future. Uh, I think this series is over. I just I don't think Carolina blows the three game to one lead. I just don't think they can. I don't think they have the ability to. Do they lose on Thursday? Maybe they did against the Islanders and they came back and won. The Devils have been better on the road. So it wouldn't surprise me to see the Devils take game five and Carolina come back and do what they did tonight again in game six like they did against the Islanders. I think it's best for them to to finish it on Thursday. I think it helps with the rest and kind of moving yourselves into a, a good spot um, for, for next round, especially because the Panthers are probably going to get some rest. I don't think the Leafs are going to rattle off four straights. So, you know, you're, you're, you're most likely going to be playing Florida. It's going to be yeah, a fun series. It's it is. Stall brothers play against each other. I think that's going to be good. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to be technical about it, the series isn't over, you just got to, um, you got to do what you got to do and you go home, take care of business Monday night. I mean, not Monday night, but uh, Thursday night. Yeah, take care Thursday of business night. Thursday. And I'm going. Yep, you'll so, be there. Um, it'll just you be... might be doing a solo podcast. You might not. We don't know yet. Yeah, I always, you know, how I like to try to get a guest on. I'm working on it, so we'll see. I've got a couple of people I might try to reach out to, but um, we'll uh, we'll have fun regardless. Um, talking about hopefully a series clinching victory against the New Jersey Devils on Thursday. But um, back to this game. I just, I mean, the first period, first 10 minutes were so good. It was like, oh, this and, isn't going to be a I long mean, we'll night. we'll talk about it. Uh, Brett Pesci makes a brutal, such a brutal turnover. Mm-hmm. Um, directly led to the goal. Yeah, it, it really did directly lead to the goal because it was Timo Meyer who caught the puck and he shot it in. Now, it was deflected yeah. by Jack Hughes. It was deflected and he was screened. I really don't put that on Anderson. The shot never comes his way if... Brett Pesci is able to get the puck out. Yes, I do blame that solely on Pesci. Um, what's interesting with deflections, though, Sam, and you and I can t- a little bit talk about this. Um, do, and you were a goalie, too, so maybe you can vouch for this. Is a deflection easier to save when it's closer to you than it, it, than it is when uh, there's a good gap between the player and the goalie? I mean, for me, I was I always struggled with deflections in general. It didn't really matter, especially because of a good buddy of mine, um, Alex. He 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 would stand in front of the net. Now I was a feisty goalie, so I didn't have a problem pushing him out of the way. Um, so you were like a Ron Hextall type of goalie. I could if you nudged me. I wasn't a very happy person. Um, but well, maybe it's Dave Hextall. I can't remember. <laughs> but either way, I was very. Uh, but if I had to choose, I preferred it farther away. So it has me, I have a chance to track it a little bit better. Um, when it's that close, I mean, if it's tipped up, we know it's hard to get your glove or blocker moving in, in, in time. Actually, if it's a hard shot. Um, I just, I, I don't, you know, as a goal, I'm, I'm more critical on goalies than most, but I'm also going to defend our goalies. And I've said it before on the podcast, I defended uh, Scott Darling to almost the bitter end, mainly because I always want our goalies to succeed. Right, I just and in reality, we didn't have a great team in front of Darling. Was he bad? Oh yeah, he was really bad. But we didn't have a good team in front of Darling. We have a great team in front of Freddie, and Freddie's good. I mean, do I believe that this team right now could probably win with Scott Darling? Probably because that's just how good defensively they are. Well, so you don't. That's just, in my Darling, opinion, I think is very low on the expectation scale compared to Anderson compared well, yeah. to Ronta. But my, my point is it doesn't matter who's in goal for this team, the way they're constructed today, because they're just that good. Even if it's Kochetkov and we've seen Anderson let some bad goals in, Ronta let some bad goals in, Kochetkov let some bad goals in over the course of the last few months, but they still find a way to win because the team is just that good on defense. So, you know, they let in a bad goal, but you win two to one. They let in two bad goals, but you won three to two. Right, so and that was the type of game we were thinking was going to happen was a tight game, but it wasn't. Every game, Sam, a goalie, there is a goalie change. Yeah, so far it's true. It's crazy how this playoff series is going for the Hurricanes. Yeah, and at the end of the day, mostly pretty good. Now, I mean, the last game where they lost eight to four, that was terrible. Obviously, but the the biggest takeaway that was positive is that there was fight 
and the Hurricanes. We didn't see that with Devils tonight. And we didn't see it in Game 1 and Game 2. So this is what I've said, right, before. After the Game 2, the Game 3 loss, I said... And I told our our friend Neil this too over Twitter. I said, hey, you you know, at the end of the day, this is the difference between the three games. When the Devils lost, they had nothing left. They had nothing to give. They didn't play good. They they rolled over and turtled, right? Caroline didn't do that, and they scored four. So, you know, there were a lot of positives to take from the last game. They didn't give up. They had a lot of fight. They scored four, right? So the offense didn't dry up. They didn't give up. They had a chance even at the end of the game to really come back in this one, but a bad penalty, bad a bad call, cost them any shot in any like low chance. They had a chance, but not a great chance of coming back at the end on Slavin because they scored two really quick shorties. And a lot of teams, you know, that could start a you know, that can start a lot of momentum going the other way. And I don't think there was much controversy with officiating tonight. I they let them play. They 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 did let them play, which. I, I honestly like. I, I really do like it when the officials let them play, because uh, it solely puts the, the results of the game more solely focused on the players than you can with officiating. Um, I, again, I think uh, the end result uh, um, officiating should have nothing to do with it, but it can impact the game. Um, but this game, I don't think they had any impact at all officiating was i think devils fans will probably point out that they didn't like the interference call on meyer um and i would agree with you i i don't think that probably shouldn't have been a penalty but it, it kind of evens itself out sam because i mean carolina on the, on the power play didn't convert no they didn't convert and i look at it as there was a really stupid call last game on slavin and then you got this one on 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 uh with the interference on Anderson, uh, I also, again, as a goalie, I lean toward, you know, protect the goalie. If you think it is, then call it. But that goes back to what Rob Rindamore says about officiating, right? Take two of them off the ice and put them in the box. Don't know why you can't do that. I think it makes sense, right? He's not, And like you said, you're not taking away jobs. So I, I like his idea. I like what Rod says, how officiating should be. I think that really helps the system. But either way, Nothing happens. Momentum doesn't even shift. Uh, Carolina's momentum comes because they do what Rob Rindamore told them to do, build the game. Exactly. And, I mean, we'll get to the goals here. The first goal is Martin Natchez scoring. On, I mean, there was some puck luck involved because Marnock, he tried to pass it, but, it, but I think it was a stick off of... I don't think it was Luke Hughes. Uh, I can't remember the defenseman. Luke Hughes. It was Luke Hughes? It was Luke Hughes. Okay, it might have been. But uh, it, it kind of grazed off his stick and, mm. and into... I'm sorry, Luke Hughes went on a bad change and got caught. It wasn't Luke Hughes who was down below, but it was a bad change by Luke Hughes that caused it to be a 2-on-1. Yes, and Netchus, he gets the loose puck as it was twirling, curving a bit, and he scores Netchus. Great game, great hand eye, great game. He played great, in my opinion. He played. He, he built. He's building. A, he's building a playoffs, right? I thought he looked okay. Game one, he looked a little bit better. In game two, he looked great. He was the best part of game three, and he was one of the better players tonight. He was not the best player tonight. 
And we'll, we'll get to the three stars of the game <laughs> after the reviewing the game because I'm sure you and I probably have the same first star. Yes. Um, but regardless, Nexus played a very good game. He had two great goals. And the thing is, Sam, is before we tied it late in that first period, we already started to see Carolina kind of cerebrally. Or I don't know if that's the right pronunciation. Sorry. It's late at night. Mm-hmm. Um, we notice that they were in the process of getting their composure back. Uh-huh. And I think composure is the right word. Because I think when Carolina is um, on their game, there's a lot of composure in it. There's a lot of structure. And just and part of it is just relentless forechecking and just uh, the IQ, too. So we got to see that in the process. And that the end result of that process, you see Natra scoring. And into the second period, Sam, holy cow. That is when the dam breaks. Yeah, so that's when we got one to take it two to one, and I'm like, cool, you know, try and get another one. But you know what? We took the lead, and that's what Carolina needed to do. And then I blinked my eyes, and all of a sudden it was five to one. And I'm like, okay, so uh, where has this offense been the last two months? (laughs) Because it hasn't been anywhere I've seen. And, And again, it's back to back to back, right? Natchez, I think he got the second. So it was Natchez with two. Yeah, the first and the second goal. And then I think it was. So that becomes two to one. And then I want to think it was Fast. And then I want to think it was... Um, no, no, it was Pesci. Pesci. And then it was Fast. And then it was Burns. And, and then, then it was, was Martinook. Martin Another was, player we should talk about. Because Martinook factored in on three goals tonight, I think. Maybe Three four. assists and a goal. So four points. Four points. points. Holy crap. <laughs> and he was, and, and looking at those stats, you compare that to the eye test mm-hmm. on the ice. Um, it equates that because he was that good. He yeah. was, the way he was playing was worth four points, three assists, one goal. He was, I think, Carolina's best player. And I don't want anyone to kind of, well, you guys didn't like him at the beginning. Say, yeah, we didn't. I mean, I'm sorry. He had a bad season last year. Like, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. And he wasn't healthy. No, anyway. and he wasn't healthy. And there was no reason to believe that all of a sudden that was going to change this year because he had been okay the last probably two uh, uh, years because his best season was 2019, 18-19, uh, when we made it to the playoffs that year. And then he had a couple off years and then, you know, or maybe three. Um, either way, because uh, then he got hurt. Either way, guess what? We're Hurricanes fans. When a player that we feel isn't doing well and we're not upset that they put up on waivers all of a sudden comes back and proves us wrong, great. I didn't think Anderson should have been put in. Well, he's proved me wrong. Good. I didn't think Mark. I don't. I didn't think Martinuk should ever be playing in a position to score goals. Well, he is. Awesome. Well, it's because I and um, I love how Adam Gold says it. When it comes to the NHL playoffs in generals, in general, uh, it intensifies or it magnifies uh, the plays that you see during the regular season. And I've, which to me, when you look at how playoffs are played at, you have to have very strong work ethic and a desire to want to score goals. Yes, your desire is to win, but how do you win? By scoring goals. And I, 
I mean, there are points where I think other players can have had it during the playoffs so far. For Martinuk, he has been the most consistent player, I think, this entire playoffs, both the Islanders and the New Jersey series, where he has been playing superb hockey, and it's because of his work ethic. Um, now he, he also is showing a little bit skill too. We saw that with the penalty shots, the last game, which we lost. And I mean, he was all alone. Thanks Dougie Hamilton for making them all alone and scoring tonight. Um, top shelf too. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Martinook sniper, (laughs) I guess is what you're going to call it. Um, so we're, this team is getting, uh, and it's kind of what Adam Gold said right at the beginning of the playoffs. Uh, you need good goaltending. You need your depth guys to be a part of it, and you need your top players to show up. You have. Aho is playing well. Jarvis is playing well. Natchez is playing well, and your depth guys are playing. Our depth guys are playing well, and then you have Brent Burns, who's just doing Brent Burns kind of things because he has a goal tonight. So it's what a blast from Burns too. And that's what you want from this team, right? And that's what's so great about what you have from this organization right now. You're getting it from everybody. And right now, I don't know there's a team that can beat them just with the way they're playing. I don't even know if Florida can do it. Now, of any of the teams, in my opinion, left, Florida's it because I don't think... They have better goaltending than New Jersey does. Yeah, well, yeah, Bobrovsky. Well, there's a reason they're paying him what they're paying him is because he's he's he could do it. He can. You might not. He hasn't played ten million dollars worth of goaltending in the last couple of years, but and their defense a reason. can score goals too. Yeah, I think they're second right behind Carolina in terms of defensemen scoring. Yeah, and this is a team that we know what they're they're capable of. So, I think it's important. For the and I'll and I'll say this: It's important to realize that most of the other teams don't have goaltending. The only other team left that has a goalie, Florida, in my opinion. I don't think Seattle does. I guess well, Dallas. Grub, Grubauer has showed it when he won the Stanley Cup. Grubauer did, and we'll see what happens. They might not even advance. Like they're playing Dallas, right? So it's Dallas. Uh, Dallas has got the better goalie. I would take Jake Ottinger over Philip Grubauer any day of the week. Um, so I think the Wests may, maybe has some better goaltending options, but like their their best team out there right now, in my opinion, is probably Vegas because uh, Edmonton only has offense. I, I truly do not believe they have a good defense, and they really don't have a good goaltender. So, and if you and if you can shut out McDavid and Dreisaitl, then you're probably going to win. Which they is did what Carol- that last night. Yeah, and that's what Carolina has done to to Edmonton over the last couple of years, and they score right. So, I mean, Aho is always has. has almost always played better than McDavid and Dreisaitl when we play. So, and that would be a rematch, which would be kind of cool, right? Yes, um, it was. Um, so that would be neat uh, if Carolina makes it to the finals. But, you know, we got to focus on this series. I, I do believe Carolina is going to win this one in five, which shocks me because I thought this was going to go seven. I don't think that anymore. Carolina is going to finish this at home. Um, I think we're in a position to do it. I think we can make this, you know, we finish off the last series on the road. I truly think Carolina is going to come home and there's a difference between the Islanders series and this series the Islanders series. They were all close. Neither team was ever out of a game, but this one Carolina has been dominant three times and were able to still score four in the one game where they lost. 
Exactly. Um, and before we get to the rest of the episode, here are our sponsors. Light the lamp with hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit the Gambling Helpline MA.com in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Kansas. Call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Let's face it, with coffee starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations, and our bank accounts somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate or dupe is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on. Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big-name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options. Right now, you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product production insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping. They also have over 50,000 five-star reviews. A few things that I like are the earbud tap functions, noise isolation, and awareness mode. Go to buycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Another thing too, Sam, um, that I want to point out this game is I did not think Aho. Now, I think Jarvis played a little bit better, but Aho and Jarvis, I don't think they were noticeable that much tonight. But it, it just shows how much more admired you are by your depth players. And even though he doesn't have a goal yet, Sam, um, I like Drury's play. I think he is definitely playing better than he was playing during the regular season for us. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I, I think a lot of guys are playing better than they did in the regular season so i'm fine you know again martin Nook obviously won yeah them. and i think you're looking at this now and it's really simple you look at the head coach you, that's where it comes from it's the culture of this team 
Rod Brendamore, Tim Gleason, Jeff Daniels. And I don't, you know, I was very, very critical of Jeff Daniels because I think the offense has been the problem the last two years in the playoffs. I've been wrong and I was wrong. So yeah, I, I will SFS up to that. I truly like what this coaching staff's culture that they're, they're showing this team. Right. So, and it stems from Rob Brendamore. And that is, it doesn't matter where you are in the lineup. doesn't matter what line you're on. doesn't matter who you are. Job is to get pucks deep and go in the fourth check. Whether you're the fourth line, the third line, the second line, or the first line. And we all know Rod doesn't number his lines. He doesn't. And I'm going to be honest, the Stasny line can score, the Stahl line can score, the KK line can score, and the Ajo line can score. There is someone on every one of those lines who can put the puck in the back of the net. The Stahl line, got Natchez. He can score. Ajo line, what's Ajo, Jarvis, and Nason? We all know they all three of those guys can put the puck in the back of the net. Then you got KK, Martinook, and Faust. Well, all of them can score. KK, Martinook for sure, as we know now. <laughs> and then you got the fourth line, Paul Stasny, Derek Stepan, and Mackenzie McEachern. Well, good Lord almighty, we all know Mackenzie McEachern could score after his game was a game three, four in Long Island. I believe it was game four in Long Island. Yes, it was. And then you've got... Uh, I Stasny? think he's a be- I think he's a better he's a really good skater. Yeah. I've noticed by him. Um and obviously we can just say it right now. McKeeran. Uh, McKeeran. Right? Um he subs in for Pull URB this game. I know you didn't like that swap. I think you probably you said you'd rather have Derek step on. I thought he played a good fine game. I didn't have a pro and this is how I am. If you play good, you don't change the lineup. Don't change the line after game five. I'll keep it as is. Anderson goes. McEachern stays in. Pugliarvi sits out. Maybe he needs to sit out a few more games to really be like, oh, maybe I need to score some goals. Maybe I need to do something better. I don't know. He's obviously snake bitten right now. I think a lot of that's confidence. And I get that. He, it's been a struggle for him in Carolina. I still like the player um, a lot more than you, I think, but that's okay. Um, I, I tend to like guys who are almost, you know, like – little you know players that you know just don't have much of a chance but that's uh, me personally again i defended scott darling so what do you expect me to do with yes i pull you yarvi um well i liked him when we traded for scott darling i really did but it just never worked out and you, you leave it as is I, I i leave it as is i really don't have much else to say about this game other than wow unbelievable jordan martinook Unbelievable Carolina's ability to just stun New Jersey in the second period for the second time is unbelievable because they did this to the Devils in game two. And they did it on the road too. Yeah. And that's and that's I thought we couldn't win on the road, Sam. Okay. We debunked that mess <laughs> a while ago when we won at the Islanders. Not once twice. but twice yep. with the uh second win. Finishing the series. I really hope the Hurricanes, um, and you can think of this as kind of a preview for game on Thursday. I think Carolina is going to win it at home ice because, Sam, I think it's because of uh, their chance of not doing it against the Islanders. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think we'll take care of things. We'll take care of business. We've only lost two games in the last two years. We're gonna not. That's gonna stay that way. We're gonna take care of business. Yes, and and here's the thing: no matter what, um, whether they win at home or on the road, 
It's winning the series. Yeah, and I think the series is over, more or less. I think the Devils have shown that they just they, they don't have the experience, they don't have the ability, they don't have the. Um... I think that's the main thing with the Devils is the inexperience. Again, they're still a very, very young team. They are, but you've gone up now against a Hurricanes team that's been in the playoffs the last five years. Their 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 core has been, even in the case of the Rangers. I think last year was the first time they made the playoffs. Like that core had made the playoffs. So yeah, so it probably. Maybe I mean, the second time, but yeah. It's interesting that we're saying this when it comes to playoff experience because it's so crucial. I think Tampa, before they won the Stanley Cup, they had like three or four, I think four years of consecutively making the playoffs. So it just shows in order to win the Stanley Cup, you need to have pretty good playoff experience. Not just one season, but multiple seasons. Because then you have... No, at least you know in your mind what it takes to win. That doesn't mean physically you're you're going to win or 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 your skills, but at least you know in your mind. Be like, so this is what playoff hockey is because it is completely different compared to regular season. Yep, agreed. So yes, great game. Um, I was so happy, and I had no doubt. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> I love saying that. We all we all know you were nervous all day. Oh, I doubted. I, I was. We nervous. both said at the beginning of this game we had a bad feeling about it. And then the Devils score first, and we're like, oh well, crap. Here we go again. And then Carolina was like, mm, no. We just wanted to make you feel good about yourselves for a period, for about a whole period. That was it. That'd be a great meme. Uh, New Jersey scores first, and then you have. Um, just all of the Carolina players, a picture of their bench, uh, Photoshop beers in them, <laughs> um, handing it off to um, the New Jersey fans and being like, hold my beer. <laughs> Carolina does what they need to do tonight. Uh, what are your three stars? Okay, so my three stars. Um, I have them. Let me pull them up right here real quick. Number three is Brent Burns for me. I thought he was very noticeable. I think when he's really good, he is obviously your best defenseman. I know Jacob Slavin's really good, and I thought he had a very good night too. Mm-hmm. But Slavin, he's not really flashy as Brent Burns is when he's on. But Slavin, when, when he's on, I think of him more as like a rock mm-hmm. that is just unbreakable. When mm-hmm. Burns is on, uh, he... he He's kind of like a Flash Gordon kind of player. He's just going all the way, in all the way in the offensive zone, just making these nifty moves and everything. And we saw that in him tonight. Um, he's, again, he scores a great blast from the point. I love his shot, and I wish he would shoot more, <laughs> and especially on net. I know they try to go for the tips. I really do, but sometimes when it comes to Gosses Bear and Burns. They need to shoot more on net, a little bit more. And that's my only criticism of the power play. And I think it's fair for me to criticize when they didn't score on the power play, but I'm not going to – I mean, Kane's won 6-1. I'm not going to be upset about it. Um, it. But my second star is going to be Martin Natchez. I thought he had a very excellent game. You can tell um, he really wanted to – I, I thought just by watching this game, he wanted to prove himself. Being like, listen, I am a good player. 
And I think he is. I think when when Netris is on, he is one of the most dynamic players on the whole team. And he was on tonight. And when the puck was near near him, near the goal, he shot it in. Again, I think a lot of these goals is because of both New Jer- how bad New Jersey's defense is and their goaltending. But you also have to credit Carolina for making those goals too because we know that they are out with players like Svech, Paxiardi, Teravainen. They lost a lot of skill in those players. But the fact that they're able to score five, six, four, six goals in these past four games is just insane. And I could not be more more happy than I am right now about the Skanes team. And to me, my first star, Sam, is Jordan Martinuk. Boy, we had a Marty party tonight. He is so good. And to me, he's just one of those players where I think he's re- I think he can be really good in the regular season, but once he hits playoffs, he elevates it to a whole nother level. And with him getting four points, ten, four points tonight, ten points total in the whole playoffs uh, this season, he's been great, and he's been one of the most consistent players I think in these playoffs. All right, Sam, your three stars. Um, I'm going with Freddie as number three. I thought he played a good game. And and the reason why I really kind of elevate him is because he didn't have a good game <laughs> on uh, on Sunday. So good for Freddie. Really yes. good for Freddie. And when he's on his game, he's calm. Which he was tonight. And I love that. So great for, for, for Mr. Anderson there. Uh, number two, uh, Natchez. Great game. I think he's been playing good this series, which was needed to win against this Devils team. You need an Natchez to show up. He's done so. He's got three goals in four games. That's important. Two of them tonight. One of them on... Oh, did he score in this series? Maybe not. Natchez? Yeah, are that his first two in this series? No, he scored game four against the Islanders, if you remember, when we yeah. just blasted them. But I think Natchez's been building a series. And he needed to show up. Um, and again, we and that's what you we need him to do that to win. And he's he's, a big be, part he's playing better, I think, in the New Jersey series than the Islanders series. Absolutely, mainly because of the style of play. Yeah, that the two teams play are extremely different. Yeah, and this one benefits Natchez, which is why he's doing so well. Um, and then first star Martinuk. Good God, Martinuk's been great. He's had himself a series in the playoffs. Uh, uh, Jordan Martin or Con Smythe, man. <laughs> Jordan Martin or Con Smythe. If he be. keeps playing like this, he, he, I think he deserves Con Smythe. Yeah, because it's not like a player you think tonight. to do what he's doing, and he's playing outstanding. But, yeah, uh, great game. Great game for Martin. Great game from the Hurricanes. And are you excited to go to Game 5? Oh, I so am. Uh, if they lose, you know it's your fault, right? No, it's not <laughs> my fault. <laughs> Whatever. Um Unfortunately, it wasn't all greens and roses because, uh, as we saw tonight, it ended Ajo's uh, seven-game point streak, I believe. But you know what? I still think Ajo um, plays very good. And also, when you play at New Jersey, I would say if you play at any team, you're not going to get the matchup that you want. So I think we're going to see Ajo and Jarvis, Sam. If, if, if we win Thursday... I think Ajo and Jarvis are going to be huge contrib- contributors during that game 
because they they're not going to be facing the Hiche line. Yeah. That's that that's that is going to be my speculation. But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we will see you. Or Sam I will, will see, see you. you. I'll guys. see you next episode. Yes. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at the Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.